0: I am Courtney Eck and I'm Sadie Eck and we're just going to jump right into it like we do almost every week except for the last couple weeks where I've had something to say up front (laughs) but we do keep the banter at the back so if you want to know about our lives stick around we'll tell you all about it all about it and then some I'm sure but it's Sadie's day and what do you got for us today Sadie Ray this
1: is the terrible murder of Meredith Emerson on New Year's Day, January 1st, 2008, 24-year-old Meredith Emerson took her dog Ella for a hike on Blood Mountain. Oh, my. Wow. Yeah, which is in northern Georgia. Blood Mountain is the highest peak of the Appalachian Trail in Georgia and a popular spot for people who love the outdoors. Meredith was that kind of person. She wanted to start 2008 doing something she loved. mm before heading out, Meredith left a note for her roommate, letting her know she was taking Ella hiking, and wrote she'd be home soon, and added a smiley face for good measure. Ugh. Tragically, this would be the last time anyone would hear from Meredith, who wouldn't make it home later that day as planned. Meredith Emerson was born on June twentieth, 1983, to her parents David and Suzanne, she grew up with her brother in Charleston, South Carolina, and was described as quote spunky and spirited. She had a sharp sense of humor and loved animals almost more than anything else. In one of her journals, she listed her likes as quote cookies, coffee, candles, a warm bed, and children who wave just because. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> one I know which I love, and I never even thought about how much I love that. And the it really fact does that make she...
0: you feel like a special thing, like you've been chosen. Yes.
1: Yeah. One friend remembered her by saying, quote, even if you knew her for just a few minutes, you knew the real Meredith. After graduating high school, Meredith went on to graduate from the University of Georgia with a degree in French. She loved to travel and was thrilled to spend time in France during college. An article written about her memorial service said, quote, she was a poet, a writer, an adventurer who longed for time outdoors almost as much as she did for time with family. Mm. She was a classical music lover with a penchant for singing off key. She was a devoted friend who once showed up at a weekly girls night covered with stings from a tingle with an angry beehive. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Meredith was also passionate about martial arts, and by the time she turned 24, she had received her blue belt in aikido. She had also been working on training Ella to be a physical therapy dog, hoping the two could stick together and bring as much joy and comfort to others as possible. Oh my God, this girl is after it. Yes, angel, 100% angel. Living her life, all of it, maximum life. 24 years old and lived more life than I have. It wasn't until the next day, January 2nd, that her roommate realized Meredith hadn't made it home. The holiday was over and Meredith should have been heading back to work. Normally, Meredith would let Ella into her roommate's bedroom before she left for work. But when her roommate woke up that morning without Ella next to her, she realized that she hadn't seen Meredith at all the day before and hadn't heard her come home that night. Mm. When she checked Meredith's bedroom, her fears were confirmed Meredith wasn't home, neither was Ella, and her bedroom hadn't been slept in. When she tried to call Meredith, her phone went straight to voicemail, and when a mutual friend called to tell her that Meredith hadn't come to work that morning, they both became worried. Meredith was known for her punctual reliability and was almost always the first one in the office where she worked. Meredith's friends didn't know where she had gone hiking the day before and worried she might have been injured, so they split up and drove to different trailheads hoping to find her car. Luckily, it didn't take them long to find it covered in snow in the parking lot of Blood Mountain. When they searched the trail, no sign of Meredith was found, so they called police and filed a missing persons report for their friend. The next day, January 3rd, an official search for Meredith began, so many volunteers arrived to help that many had to be turned away. Wow. Authorities combed out along the trail and they soon came across an area where the ground had been newly disturbed. They also found two water bottles, a dog's leash, and a collapsible police baton.
0: Oh, man, she even brought a little
1: weapon. Well, I think it was her attackers.
0: Oh, boo. God, no, but yeah. she's still named
1: martial arts. Yeah. <sighs> When the water bottles and leash were confirmed to belong to Meredith, authorities worried that she had been attacked on the trail and had struggled with her attacker. They ramped up their search, but sadly, neither Meredith nor Ella were found on the mountain that day, and police started to wonder if Meredith had been abducted.
0: And I don't know if this was intentional, but I imagine like if I were trying to capture a young woman... I would probably go out and go out on the trail on New Year's Day when they're all out there making their and setting their intentions and doing all the lovely
1: things that she was doing. Yep. <laughs> oh. No. As word spread of Meredith's disappearance, tips came flooding in. It had been a busy day on the trail, and many hikers remembered seeing the young woman and her dog. Some of the witnesses said she had been alone that day, But others claimed Meredith had been seen with a, quote, strange looking, wiry man with bad teeth. Mm -mm, mm -mm. He was older, possibly in his 50s or 60s, and was also hiking with his dog, described as a, quote, red colored retriever. He had been in the area the night before and was seen in his white Astro van that had been parked in the lot overnight on New Year's Eve. Man, just fulfilling all the stereotypes, buddy. The
0: van that you don't want to have anything to do with. Nope.
1: Yeah. And this is one of those cases where Al, the whole time I was working on it, just thinking like, "It just if, oh, if only. Mm -hmm. She was so close a thousand times To get out of this situation. Oh no. no. And just nothing ever lined up. The fact that people (sighs) saw her with (sighs) him on a trail. It's just so sad. Police released a bolo for the man, his dog and his van. Even if he wasn't involved in Meredith's disappearance, they wanted to talk to him to rule him out as a suspect. It didn't take long for police to receive a call from a man who said he believed he knew the man they were looking for. 61-year-old Gary Hilton. The man explained that he had been Hilton's employer in the past and had also let him live in a house he owned for a few months. Hilton owned a white Astro van. His dog was a red-colored retriever, and he was known to carry a police baton with him at all times. Ish. Police were able to get a photo of Hilton and brought in witnesses who saw the man with Meredith for a photo lineup. One by one, They all picked Hilton as the man they saw on January 1st. that was swift. Yeah, I mean, this case is fast. Uh, This was like three days after she went missing. It was immediate that they had a suspect. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. Authorities released Hilton's picture to news outlets and encouraged the public to call them if he was spotted in the area. The day after this information was released, Meredith's dog Ella was found wandering a Kroger parking lot. She she was unharmed and was returned to Meredith's family. And then the day after Ella was found, authorities came across multiple items inside a dumpster near a quick trip parking lot not far from where Meredith went missing. These items included her bloodied clothing, wallet, driver's license, a University of Georgia ID card, and a blood-stained seatbelt. The next day after finding these items, and just five days after Meredith went missing, police received a call from a local gas station. The clerk working that day told them the man they were looking for, whose picture had been all over the news, was at the station cleaning out his van. Ah, oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> no, He how offered to take the man him. down himself.
0: <gasps> yes, that's exactly what I would be like. Hmm, how can I... Shoot darts at his tire or his leg right. or something. And then yes, it's just some, I random, heard a clip. some random young woman or something with her right, hair. Exactly. Cut. It's just me, basically. And like, oh, we thought you were a 65 year old man. Toothless man. Yes. No. No. It's just me.
1: I get that a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. It just depends on whatever angle you see me at. Exactly. Easy mistake. Yeah. I heard a clip of this 911 call. And it, it reminded me of all good old boys that we grew up with yeah. who want to come and get you out of the snowdrifts. Mm. And he's like, the guy you're looking for is right here. I'm watching him clean out his van. Do you want me to take him down? And the dispatcher's is like, oh, no, no, please don't do that. We have people, you know, the officers will be there in just a few minutes. Like, do not approach the suspect.
0: <laughs> I would be <laughs> so tempted ready. to be like, yes. You know what, sir? Yes. Let's just see right? what you're made of. Yeah. You I'll talk that. you through it. <laughs> I don't have the skills or the <laughs> qualifications to talk you through it, but I think we could do this together. You in? Yeah, I'm in. Right. <laughs> just go vigilante with some random person exactly. on the phone, which is exactly mm-hmm. why I should not be a 911 operator. But <laughs> right. Oh, I'm a blood is pumping, just listening, just hearing mm-hmm. about it.
1: The dispatcher asked him to please wait for authorities to arrive, and they did very quickly. And within minute you know, like mm-hmm. a few seconds, even he's like, "Do you want me to go get him?" And then the dispatcher says, "No, no." And then he says, "Oh, okay, wee, the wee, police are wee. coming. Yeah, <laughs> they're here now. Should I help them? Do they need backup? Right? Yeah, I got good in hands. Yes. The police rushed to the gas station and were able to arrest Hilton before he destroyed any more potential evidence. Detectives found blood in Hilton's van and also noticed that one of the seatbelts in the back seat was missing. Forensic testing confirmed the blood found in the van belonged to Meredith Emerson, and Hilton was formally charged with her kidnapping and first-degree murder. Mm. While Hilton sat in jail, he told prosecutors that he was willing to talk. He said he would plead guilty to Meredith's murder and tell them where her body was if they agreed to take the death penalty off the table. Prosecutors agreed, and Hilton started to talk. Uh-huh. Authorities would later describe Hilton as, quote, cavalier and arrogant. He apparently read his own Miranda warning out loud to detectives before they questioned him. Uh-huh. He told authorities that he came upon Meredith on the trail while she was hiking. He won her trust with the help of his dog, and the two walked together for a bit before Hilton pulled out a knife and told Meredith to hand over her ATM card. Meredith had left her wallet hidden inside her car and had nothing to offer the man. It also wasn't like Meredith to be pushed around. Instead of doing as she was asked, Meredith decided to fight her attacker.
0: Yes, Meredith, yes. Always fight, always fight. Run and fight, zigzag everything, yes. Yes.
1: She managed to disarm Hilton twice, she knocked his knife and police baton out of his hands. Amazing. Huh. They fought for many minutes until Hilton was able to get control of Meredith. Hilton told investigators, quote, she wouldn't stop, she wouldn't stop fighting and yelling at the same time. So I needed to both control her and silence her. Fuck you. He ended up blackening both of Meredith's eyes and breaking her nose. Huh. He also broke his own hand in the process. Good. Once Meredith was calm, he forced her to walk back down the trail with him to his van. After getting her inside, he chained her to the floor of the vehicle and drove away. Mm-mm. <sighs> mm mm-hmm. No. I just... It's, it's uh, too I, awful. I don't know... I don't know ex- the details well enough, but knowing that people saw her with him... Yeah. And was this before he attacked her? Was this after? Right. Did they not hear her yelling, screaming? Yeah. It just makes me so frustrated. There's so many chances for her to get out of this and it just didn't happen and it breaks yeah. my heart. I'm so yeah. sorry for her and her family. It's me too. horrifying. Me too. Hilton then kept Meredith hostage in his van for four Days. Oh no, four days. <laughs> four days. Driving her around trying to use her debit card. Oh my God. Police believe Meredith gave him the wrong PIN number on purpose, hoping he would be caught before she was hurt. Mm. And another like tragic part of this is that they didn't get her bank records right away. And had oh they... Because they started searching for her, she was still alive. Had they got her bank records, they would have seen that somebody was trying to use the ATM. You know, it's just. (laughs) Hilton camped in remote locations at night and tried to withdraw cash at multiple banks. He promised Meredith he would let her go once he got the money from her account, but told police he knew the entire time he was going to kill her. Oh, my God. On the morning of the fourth day, Hilton tied Meredith to a tree while he packed up their camp. He told Meredith he was going to let her go that day and left her alone while he got ready. Uh, He said he he said while he was at camp alone, he made himself some coffee as he prepared to kill his hostage. My face. I just uh, I just want this to
0: not end the way it ends.
1: I know. Me too. So badly. (laughs) He then went to his van and got a tire iron. When he walked back to Meredith, he said she was relieved to see him and said, quote, I was afraid you weren't coming back. Uh-uh. Hilton then bludgeoned the young woman to death. After killing Meredith, he removed her head from her body. Oh, my God. And then dumped her remains. <sighs> the lead detective on the case said, quote, he told us she was not buried. She was under some leaves and brush. He said he had washed her down with Clorox and water. I remember asking if she was intact, and he said she was not. Hilton also told investigators that killing Meredith had been hard, adding, quote, You gotta remember, we had spent several good days together. Dude. <sighs>
0: Just drive your little Astrovan the fuck out of town. Just go away. Just just disappear.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. They'd look for you. They wouldn't find you. They wouldn't put that much more effort into it. No. Like, why? Because right. you want to. Because you yep. want to.
1: Yep. It's not that hard. You didn't have a hard time. You wanted to do that.
0: Yeah.
1: Authorities were horrified to learn that Hilton killed Meredith just two hours Mm-mm. before he was caught. You were kidding me. No. If things had moved just a little faster, they would have oh saved God. her life. Oh my God. Oh my God. <sighs> Quote Detectives would later learn that during the search, Hilton was even spotted inside Dawson Forest, where her body was found. Mm-mm. But he was not questioned because his van didn't match the exact description provided by law enforcement. Mm-mm. Meredith had been alive at that time oh and was God. inside the van. When Hilton was spotted. The guilt
0: of all of the people who were involved in this case on any level who like just didn't realize one second too late, you know, thank God for our boy at the gas station.
1: Right, right.
0: This piece of shit would have been off out of there if he hadn't figured it out. And I'm not saying for one second that anybody is at fault for not calling it in sooner because I would never recognize I wouldn't, I'm so out to lunch for that shit. Yeah. I would never be like, oh, that I've heard on the news. Never. Mm
1: -hmm. It's not anybody's fault. Hilton did this. He's the one who made these choices and put everybody in this situation. But for whatever reason, the cards just didn't stack up the way they should have to make sure that Meredith is still alive today. So insane. And it makes me crazy. I can't imagine how her family feels. No. It's just, what is this life? Why does this happen to people? No.
0: And also being the person who has to decide, like, do I need to call the police on my roommate? You Mm -hmm. just would never assume. You're like, I'm, this is going to be so embarrassing. Or, you know, being the guy who's like, I think I, I think I know him, you know, but then having to think about it for an hour what if it's yes. not him? What right. if I he gets arrested and charged with murder and it wasn't even him? It's a huge responsibility to take on to involve the authorities in anything.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. When your life so, just shifts in that direction all of a sudden. Yeah. And, I, and I think about to. that all the time. Me too. Yeah. And how long it would take you to catch up to what's happening. Yep. You know, and of course, you just assume she slipped and fell and broke her ankle and is on the trail and is hungry. Yep. But luckily, it's Georgia in January and be okay. You know, we'll get to (laughs) her. No, unfortunately, you won't. Mm. Hilton told detectives that he was running out of food and money, quote, so you get down to the point where I had $40 and several days food. I was going to have to kill somebody. (laughs) He explained that he enjoyed the days he spent with Meredith and found himself liking her more than just about anyone else in his life. His defense attorney later said, quote, he genuinely, as much as he's capable of doing so, liked Meredith. The way she fought back, I think he respected her. Hilton told police that he had to talk himself into killing her, saying, quote, in retrospect, I guess I should have just robbed a bank. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He also said he didn't have the heart to hurt Meredith's dog, Ella. So after killing Meredith, he drove the dog to a busy Kroger parking lot and let her go. Oh, just give the guy an He's award. He's got a real heart of gold. Yeah. Gary Hilton was born November 22nd, 1946. He grew up with his mother and never really knew his father. He described his childhood as terrible. His mother was both physically and sexually abusive. And they lived in poverty.
0: Mm-hmm. He I suffered. I kind of tra- told
1: you that without actually knowing yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yep. I mean, you could this you tell me what's what I'm getting ready to say next. The, the thing that happens to all of the, these killers. They bonked his head. Yeah, he did. He fell <laughs> off his bike. We, yep. Played football. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He suffered a traumatic brain injury when he was a child that left him, quote, partially scalped. Whoa. Well, yeah. I don't. I couldn't find more details on what exactly happened, but that's bad enough. I That's, get an image in my head of what happened. Do it. Yep. When he was 13 years old, Hilton shot his stepfather, explaining later that he was angry at the man for taking his mother's attention away from him. Oh, boy. His stepfather survived and didn't press charges. Hilton spent a short amount of time in a mental hospital after the shooting, but was released back into the care of his mother soon after. Mm. God. People. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Hilton spent time in and out of foster care and enlisted in the Army in 1964 when he was 18 years old. While in the military, Hilton got his GED, but a few years into his service, he started hearing voices and suffered a mental break. He was sent to a mental hospital again, where he was medicated and soon released. After serving a total of three years, the Army honorably discharged Hilton In the years following, he was married three times but never had any children. He also had a long criminal history, but for nonviolent crimes, including fraud, drug possession, and driving under the influence. Hilton was arrested in 1995 for stealing books that he was supposed to sell door to door. Instead, he took them to a local flea market and kept all the money he made from the book sales. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the thing
0: that got him. Not right. shooting, not any, yeah.
1: <laughs> right, Sh- yes. Stealing books. Yeah. Yep. All accounts, he was a likable guy, super smart, charismatic, uh, loner, and odd. But the people that knew him, especially as a young man, mm-hmm. you know, sounded pretty, pretty chill dude. Just, yeah. Not He's had a shit, a, shit, shitty life, and yeah. it permanently altered his brain like it yeah. does. So Hilton worked in construction for nine years, replacing siding on homes. His former employer described him as a good, reliable worker until 2007, when Hilton went through a drastic change. Hmm. He said that Hilton stopped working, and when he dropped by to check on his longtime employee, he was shocked at Hilton's appearance. Hmm. When Hilton smiled at him, he could see that Hilton was missing multiple teeth. Mm. When he asked Hilton what had happened, Hilton said that he had pulled out his own teeth Mm. with a pair of pliers.
0: (gasps) I don't think that's cool. Mm
1: -mm. Oh, my God. Quote, he said he enjoyed doing it because it frightened people. Mm. After Hilton was fired from his job, he started threatening to kill his former employer. Hilton would later say that he had been prescribed Ritalin around this time, despite not having ADHD. Oh,
0: God. Yeah. You know what will
1: exacerbate
0: a serious mental illness on top of yeah, just stimulants. being like in your 40s when or 50s when you just start to like be over it anyway, get real jaded all
1: of a sudden. Mm hmm
0: yeah, you add stimulants to the equation,
1: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said the stimulant caused him to be irritable and confrontational, causing him to pull out his own teeth. <laughs> i'm I happen to be on Ritalin mm-hmm. and I don't
0: <laughs> oh, it does not make me want to do that. No, it does the opposite. It makes you yeah. real calm if you need it. real chill, yeah all the yeah. all the noise gets quiet mm-hmm. for the first time in your life, yeah. But. If your body chemistry is not such that you
1: should be on it, you Mm -hmm. are going to pull your own teeth out, potentially. Yep. Or if you have a history of mental illness, including hearing voices, you just might want to be a little careful. Yeah. That's why they're real. It's real hard to get. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He also said that's when the urge to kill started. Hilton's defense attorney spent several hours a day with Hilton after his arrest and said spending so much time with him, quote, exacted a heavy toll. Mm. For two years after, I was basically clinically depressed, he said. "Wow, Yes. Quote, Hilton was a total sociopath and he held nothing back. In all my career, I've only met a very few people that I knew to be evil and Hilton was one of them. Wow. That mm-hmm. is a hell of a statement mm-hmm. from a defense attorney. Yeah. Are you even allowed to say shit like that? Yeah. I don't know why he's talking so much, but he uh-huh. he did a lot of interviews and uh, talked and talked and talked about it. He did not like Hilton at all. Oh, uh, I mean, he's probably just hit his
0: 40s, too. And is like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. It's just yeah. Well, he, I give I up. I, I'm just going
1: to let it all hang out. Yeah, he said in one of the things I saw um, or read, he mentioned that his job, because he got the plea deal, he immediately, once he was in custody, agreed to talk. Mm-hmm. The attorney's job was really just to usher him through that process. Yep. There wasn't really much to defend him from. Mm-hmm. It's just like helping him get his plea deal.
0: Well, I'm sure after the fact, it's like they're not going to. He's not going to get tried again or that that is not going to the outcome of that is not going to change so I'm going to be like yeah bros yeah. A sociopath period right yeah.
1: yeah we're still in the middle of his quote quote when you have an encounter with an evil person they have an aura about them and Hilton was one of those evil people when you talked to him when you were in his presence you could feel this was an evil person Mm-mm. After confessing to the murder of Meredith Emerson, Hilton drew a map of where he dumped her remains and said she'd be found in Dawson Forest, which is an hour and 20 minutes north of Atlanta. He then went with them to the area where police were able to find Meredith's body 40 yards off the road. She was covered in leaves and brush. Hilton hadn't buried her. He'd been telling the truth. Wow. Meredith's family could now put their daughter to rest at Meredith's funeral, her cousin Jason said, quote, I don't think Meredith would want any of us to be permanently embittered by what happened. I think she would want us to see the light in the darkness. Oh, my God. And Meredith's mother told her daughter's mourners, quote, we see Meredith's light reflected in all of you. And we know it far outweighs all the darkness that's invaded our lives. <laughs> Less than a month after Meredith was killed, Gary Hilton sat in front of a Georgia judge and pleaded guilty to first degree murder. Wow. It was like three weeks. What? Yeah. Yep. In her victim impact statement, Meredith's mother said, quote, I believe he is nothing more than a bully and a weak minded coward who preys upon others. He fancies himself a survivalist. Mm. Well, anyone can see he's a scared little man on the run. Hilton was then sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. But this was just the start of hearings and trials for Hilton. Tell me everything. Georgia prosecutors may have stuck with their deal and kept the death penalty off the table. But Hilton wouldn't be so lucky in other states. What? As Meredith's disappearance and the manhunt for her killer was happening, people in other areas across the country were paying attention too.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Tips started flooding in that okay. it was very likely Meredith wasn't Hilton's first victim. Oh, you think? Uh huh. And it didn't take long for authorities to start connecting him to other murders as well. In next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> We will talk about Hilton's other known victims and the unsolved cases authorities believe he might be connected to as well. That weaselly little mother. Mm-hmm. Me, that, I am the weasel mother.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad. I think the two parters are painful when you get halfway through the story and you don't get the conclusion. Like this story has a conclusion. Thank God. Yes. And the swift conclusion. Yes. So. This just stop whoop, neatly, wrap it up. End of Meredith's insanely awful story. And then next week you get to hear the rest oh, of the story. Other awful and
1: terrible, insanely awful stories <sighs> to come. Yeah. I just,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I have uh, sociopath
1: exhaustion. Right. I know it's that weird. We've talked about it a lot lately where we want the quote unquote cut and dry cases. Yeah. But it turns out those aren't any better. You know, it's a little less complicated. Maybe. Yeah. But it's not doesn't feel any better to have some just psychopath sociopath running around murdering people because they don't have money because they want to because it's fun for them. Yeah. Like that's troubling. That sucks.
0: Yeah. Well, and you also, it's just hard not to think about their childhood and all the horrendousness right. that led up to that. And then, and then their parents' childhood, and then their parents' childhood. And this mm-hmm. is like endless stream of horrible acts that rewire these people's brains into being horrible people. Yeah. When you could just not have hurt each other way back in the day. Like who started it? Genghis Khan? Do we blame him?
1: You know, like where did it all start? <laughs> I think that it started Kane, from the beginning. Abel? I don't know. Yeah, Like yeah. who?
0: And where did Cain yeah. or Abel get it from? Too much nudity in the Garden of Eden? I don't know. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Not enough? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the snake? I don't know. I saw a Reddit thread that was like, what's the scariest reality that nobody thinks about? And somebody said that we exist. It's just like that we are instead of we aren't. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we? And that's I mean, as a child, I would just trip out, and just lay in the grass and be like, how do I, why are we here? Why are we here? Why are we mm-hmm. here? Why are we not here? Why are we here? Like, you know, I guess that's, that's the whole root of the existential crisis. But it's true. Yeah. Why are we instead of we aren't? And, and why did we why do we insist on being bad to balance out the good? Why is that necessary? Mm-hmm. Because I guess without it, there's no point of being here, because then it's just all good. And who cares? There's nothing to do.
1: <laughs> I guess, you know, right? Ah. Just, I don't know. We're all animals and super I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it just sucks. It sucks. Hmm. My so. next story that I'm going to
0: write for my other podcast is about neurodivergence and neurotypicals seceding from each other, but having to figure out what to do with people with person like untreatable, severe personality disorders. Hmm. And I haven't reconciled that yet. I don't know what and it's a horror <laughs> podcast. So <laughs>
1: it's not going to end. It's well. not
0: going to end well, but it's something I think about all the time, all the time, all the time, like why and where and how. It's the whole point of this podcast for me still remains the whole point of this 100%. Thing. That a sweet girl, a brilliant, accomplished, curious, adventurous girl goes out on New Year's Day to set some intentions and be in nature and be where she loves and this beautiful trail. And then here's the wrong guy. Some yep. weaselly, little, scrawny, toothless, monster person.
1: Yep. Just ruining everything.
0: And like did she feel his evil too? And that's why she cooperated in the end because she was so overwhelmed by whatever that thing is, you know, Yeah, I don't want to meet that thing.
1: I really don't want to meet that thing. Or holding out hope that he is a good human deep down inside because it's so hard to imagine that it could be anything other, especially when you're as good as Meredith was. Right. You know, I think that's part of our problem. You and me, when we do these is it's, not that we're perfect or by any means, but it's so hard to imagine yeah. not having the empathy for someone else to the point where not only could you hurt them intentionally, but you could hurt them in the most awful, ultimate way. Yeah. After spending four days with them, like for intimate,
0: you know, not that there was any sexual intimacy, but there's intimacy in spending that much time with somebody in the Absolutely. back of their van at their mercy. Absolutely. You know, there's going yes. to be vulnerable, so vulnerable. <sighs> And to see inside of someone like that, you know, yes. force them into a place. And that's obviously what you want is to have right. to, to have access to someone on that level. But then to have that access and exploit that access is unthinkable and unforgivable.
1: Yeah. Yep. And then to pretend like it was hard for you to kill her because yeah. you liked her. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You don't get to know her well enough to like her. No. You don't was... get to feel any way about her. Exactly.
0: I was talking to my friend the other day and just talking about being neurodivergent basically and, and how you choose to retreat to, to shut out some of that empathy, that constant awareness of how pretty much everything, including like your stuffed animals are feeling. (laughs) And he said, yeah, it was really windy in my city the other day. And I couldn't stop thinking about how hard it was going to be for the birds. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Exactly how to have to like separate yourself from the collective that much that you can destroy essentially what's a part of you because we are I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson speak in New Orleans and we are we are all a part of each other Mm -hmm. like molecularly we are literally connected and to be able to destroy a part of the collective is just unthinkable to me yeah
1: Thing. So now we we uh, live at, uh, right along a cornfield here where I in Indiana, you'll be surprised. Everyone, there's cornfields, lots of them here. And when winter came, all of the mouse, the mices, the mice left the field and have entered into my home. Yep. And I feel bad every day yep. that I can't just let them take over my house. I know. I know. And I don't want them here, but I also don't want to hurt them. Yeah. And I tell them all the time, like, go. It's not that cold this winter. Like, go back outside. Yeah. I don't want to hurt you. Yeah.
0: I'm going to have to build uh, you a little mouse house outside. We're telling you all little mice corns out there that you can just
1: have or whatever with your little mouse heater. Right? Yeah. I'll build you a little burrow. Yeah. Please get out of my house and go live somewhere else. I don't want your pee and poop everywhere. And your, yeah, dysentery yeah. or whatever it is. Exactly. No. So I just can't. Uh, I can't imagine. No.
0: Oh, well, well good we job are. on wrapping that one up, though, with the world, the people. Also, like, bat, no. I can't believe that everything just fell just that much behind because just that one. is yeah. just about the swiftest takedown ever. Yeah. Thank God. And thank yeah. God. Thank God for the guy at the gas station for having yep. watched the news. That is one thing that lined up. He had been paying attention to the news. He knew that this person was wanted. He mm-hmm. saw the person. He called the people. who's was ready to karate chop yep. because otherwise Meredith's family probably wouldn't know where she was or would, but also but wouldn't know who had done it. And that's insane amount of torture that, yeah. that to have to go through. So one small mercy, but my God. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Can't wait to hear more about this piece of shit next week. I
1: know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Give us a little breather before we jump back in next week.
0: Well, real quick, let's play a promo. We've got a promo to play for you guys this week. And before we do, I want to give a verbal promo. I was on a podcast last week. I will post it on our social media when it comes out. I think it comes out on the 19th of this month. The podcast is called Subtextual. It is hosted by Sam and Lizzie, who are two brilliant, hilarious, amazingly kind women. And it's all about queer subtext in films. And I talked Mm -hmm. about Pee Wee's Big Adventure, my all-time favorite movie. And I wish I lived in New Orleans so I could be besties with Sam and Lizzie because we had the best time. (laughs) And it's so much fun. And they had so many smart things to say. So if you're a film person or a queer person or a person who's interested in any of the above – I definitely recommend listening to Subtextual. I told them to send me a promo, so I'll probably have a promo to remind you of them down the road. But check it out. It's so fun. I had so much fun. And it's such a smart show. And they kept saying things. I was like, shit, I never thought of that. About my favorite movie that I have memorized, you know, top to bottom. So, I love that. I love it too. And... Now we're gonna play a promo for another sister true crime podcast, Crime Wine and Chaos. Check them out. Mm. Where your density? I mean, <laughs> your destiny. <laughs> chaos kids. I've got some chaos for you. Ooh, I love a good chaos. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you one, and it's gonna bum you out. Great. I'm Naomi. I'm Amber. We're sisters. We are. We're your hosts for Crime Wine and Chaos. It's a true crime and true chaos podcast. New episodes every Sunday on everywhere you listen to podcasts. It was so chaotic. Okay, and before we do name time, which we are going to do name time because I have a bunch oh, of names for you this week. <laughs> How did that go again? Oh <laughs> um, I, we've been tossing around an idea. Let us know what you guys think about this idea. We have had multiple requests for, and I've thought about this a lot and we've talked about it in the past, about doing a, probably to start at least a monthly bonus episode where it's us talking about more of the personal things that you all message us about. Because a lot of you really appreciate, enjoy, relate to, they will pill you relate to uh, somebody reminded us that we used to do the or we used to we offered to set you all up on (laughs) the dating dating style. Somebody brought that up. We've got a lot of new listeners through TikTok. And so people are coming from the past and reminding Uh us of the past that we've done. So we've thought about doing a a bonus
1: they will pill episode. You know what nobody reminds us of? is uh, dick pics that we offered <laughs> to, for people to send their dick pics. And I've actually tried to get back into that email address, but I can't remember the password. <laughs> Locked out. <laughs> it's just kinda, like, so I don't know if anybody's ever tried to full. actually send us a dick pic. Nobody talks about that. They apparently don't want that back.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, we didn't really intend to look at them. I mean, I kind of did, but it was really just a receptacle for that urge, right, ultimately. So hopefully it's still serving its purpose and just being (laughs) flooded with people who are like, i got to send it. I know. I know where it can go. (laughs) So anyway, and somebody was like, I would love a sort of Dear Sugar style advice podcast, you know, thing. Yeah. And I would love to do that. I am not, neither of us are professionals. We no. are not qualified to no. give professional advice. But if you want our opinion about a situation you are in, or you need a pep talk, or you want, you know, to help process something you're going through. I love that stuff so much. Heck, we yeah, love that stuff so much. So Yeah. Give us your feedback. And I think we'll probably post a poll or something like, is this something you would want for us to do? And also go ahead and send us things that if that resonates, please, by all means, go ahead and send us like, Hey, I need advice on this. I need, I, you know, advice, advice to get this new job, whatever, whatever it is. Dating advice. Yes. Um
1: children advice.
0: <laughs> yes. Children advice, <laughs> friend advice. Hey, I'm 20 and you're, uh, you're a Man, What We'll probably call it like dear mamma. <laughs> that part of yes. it would be called dear mamma. You're a mamaw. I'm a young, vibrant person who has not done as much life as you. What do you think about this? Does it get better? Is it, does it suck forever? Yes. Uh, that kind of a thing. So yeah, let us know. What do you think? And if you already are like, yes, I've been dying to ask you this question or get your advice on this or get a, get you to pump me up, be my hype man, any of that, please go ahead and send it in and we'll compile it. And if we get enough, then we'll start out and do a monthly. And if that goes well, we can expand on it. Yeah, let's
1: do it. Yeah. Like, I, I really hope it what's works. i
0: really, really, that's my favorite thing. I love And it's usually we do it behind closed doors. You know, we're usually messaging with y'all privately, which if that's what you prefer, obviously, we're not going to put your shit online. That is we're not here to exploit you. (laughs) No. But if you want to hear it come out of our mouths on for the public, then please let us know. I love that shit. We love that shit. It's the it's the unexpected massive bonus of doing this, and why and why we continue to do it. Exactly, yes, we don't continue to do this to just like explore more horrible shit. That part mm-hmm. of it is still interesting, but this that the human side of it is literally why we keep doing it. That's a name time. He else to do <laughs> it for name time. Okay, we're gonna start out with Gay Pecker, who is a realtor. <laughs> Trust me, buy your, sell your new home. I would. Okay. <laughs> Hercule Durkle means to lounge in bed long after you wake up. I Herkel Durkle every day. Oh, it is, I God. have to build it into my morning. I am a Herkel Durkler. hundred percent Hercule Durkle. Uh,
1: me too. I wake up stupid early just yep. so that I can Herkel Durkle. Me too.
0: <laughs> and I did not know there was a word for it. I didn't either. And so now when I'm laying in bed and Laura tends to bring me her coffee, my coffee, she doesn't bring me her cold coffee or something. <laughs> She makes, I cook the meals. She makes the coffee in the morning and lets me herkle uh, dirkle, and it's the best. Love it. <laughs> I love this so much. I found myself wondering if there's ever been a nam, man named Alan Durr because it rhymes with calendar. This is how this <laughs> message started. How did I not see this message? Hi, if we never, if we didn't know that our people existed. <laughs> I read that sentence and I was like, our people exist.
1: Oh, oh my God!
0: Okay, yes, I looked I, it up.
1: I, yes, I'm. I'm so on board with this message. Yep, I'm so pleased right yep. now. Continue.
0: They say so. I looked it up, and there was one. According to Wikipedia, <laughs> he was an American lawyer who successfully argued Reed versus Reed, a landmark United States Supreme Court decision issued in 1971 that strengthened anti discrimination protections for women.
1: Oh my God!
0: Allender rhymes with calendar. It's made life better for us, ladies. Bravo, (laughs) Allender. Bravo to our listeners. Like, I wonder if there's a man named Allender because it rhymes with calendar.
1: I've just never thought about the possibility of wanting to know if there's a certain name that rhymes with something else and finding it. That's brilliant. Brilliant. It's also the kind of shit that I look up every day.
0: (laughs) Like driving down the road, I'm like, what happened to Portishead? (laughs) <laughs> what happened to Portishead? And I'm driving from New Orleans, driving home. And Laura, I'm just like, did they break up? I just keep like asking <laughs> these questions out loud, hoping that she will do what I do, which is then open up her phone, which she was looking at as I'm asking these questions and look up what the fuck happened to Portishead. <laughs> she's just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nope. But then a song came on, a more recent Portishead song. And I was like, okay, Portishead is okay. I forgot that they released that <laughs> song, which is a beautiful song. Anyway, uh, okay, somebody uh, recently discovered they had a great uncle, Wassel, pronounced like waffle. <laughs> Sadly, he died when he was a baby. Oh, sorry. It's not funny, baby baby waffle. but it waffle. Is, yeah, it's Aww.
1: It's not
0: funny, but it's kind of funny that that just the sentence like I had an uncle. He's dead. <laughs> he never lived. He died with a
1: baby. never, never had a life really.
0: Uh, <laughs> last night we were watching the Super Bowl. I don't know if anybody has ever heard of it. Oh, what? And uh, became obsessed with Chuck. I think his name was like Charles Hunt or Chuck Hunt, the owner of the Chiefs. We kept calling mm-hmm. him AI. Man, AI husband and his wife looks like she's AI too, and he looks like <laughs> a perfect mashup of a Bush and a, a, and Bill Clinton. Like uh, you should weird. Google him. I'm like, and he's AI looking, and then his wife. It's they're just very strange looking people. What's his and name I'm, again? Um, something Hunt. I think it's if you just put up. Kansas City Chiefs owner it'll pop right up but Laura was like I wonder if he you know C hunt cunt <laughs> his weird his initials like Clark. If puts, Clark thank yeah. you C period hunt would be cunt and so I of course had to look up his family and I was like who is this little twerp like what's his lineage because he just
1: looks like yeah. a rich kid right he's totally a bush a um, yeah Clinton also a dugger
0: Yes, Barry Duggar and a little Matt Damon, weirdly. Weird,
1: yes. Yep. Weird.
0: And his Total wife AI. is just a bot, like a big old yeah. hardcore. She was Miss, you know, Teen Missouri yeah. or whatever. And her name, which is why I bring them up, Tavia Shackles. Her name is Tavia Shackles. Of course wow. Is, which is such a good name. That is a great name. Yeah. You name your daughter Tavia Shackles if you want her to be Miss Missouri and also marry a the grandson of a of a oil tycoon, yeah. Yeah. Mimi, all hands. <laughs> Sir, Sir Hugh Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And as we were driving back from New Orleans, Laura was like, "Did you see that sign for Braggadocio, Missouri? Excuse what? me, Missouri. You've all been sitting on Braggadocio.
1: <laughs> wow." Yes. That's like, surprising. Isn't
0: that, a, that's like a word from an 80s movie, Braggadocio. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, in the credits of the new-ish Brit crime thriller bodies, there's someone named Frith Tip Lady, which... <laughs> what? I... Frith <laughs> Tip Lady. I don't Frith? even know. Frith Tip, Tip Lady. <sighs> Outstanding. Wow. How about Rack Sabbath Barbecue? Yes. How about Millie Pickle? Yes. How about people in my sister's high school class? Girls in my sister's high school class, somebody sent.
1: Oh, I was like in my class? No.
0: <laughs> Amanda uh, Hug and Kiss or whatever that girl's name was. Amanda Love. Yeah. <laughs> no, in and so, and the listeners. Achula Javacool Javacool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, please. Please, please let me be reincarnated with the last name Javacool. Bubbles Blue Davis and Johnny <laughs> 6. What? Yes, girl. Bubbles Johnny what? Bubbles Bubbles Blue Davis. Wow. I know. Johnny 6. I don't know where oh, you live. Wow. How I get In on that train of Hollywood. Having... Yes. <laughs> Hollywood Unicorn Planet Down. Hollywood. Yes um amazing amazing. Eunice Winifred Underwood someone's grandma Eunice Winifred Underwood Uh, there's a road in Pawpaw Michigan called Harry Bush Drive (laughs) I've been to I've been to Pawpaw it is adorable and I'm proud of them for having a Harry Bush Drive yes there's also Climax Michigan I love Michigan (laughs) I do very, uh, very much. The more I live basically in Michigan, the more I love Michigan. It is the unsung hero of the United States
1: of America. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like Idaho. Like if you've never been to Idaho, you'd be like, why would I go to Idaho? And then you go
1: and you're like, "This ta- the state rules. Well, especially now that the state, the upper echelon of power are all women. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Good yeah. for you, Michigan. Yeah. I got a badass governor. I just said governor. upper echelon. <laughs> because you are that. You would
0: know. It takes one to know one. Uh Dick Long. <laughs> Mike Litterus. Question, Question mark? Uh, Mike Litterus, which is not the first Mike Literus uh, no. mentioned, but I'm always gonna throw it in there. Yep. Major Dickie Head, <laughs> Willie Stroker, Donald Duck, and Dick Felt. <laughs> How about Dixon Bush? Oh, my God. <laughs> How about Gunner Butt? How about Dooley-Tooley. <laughs> Are you kidding? Uh, there was a family at someone's school named the Snowmans, and the dad's name was Wolfgang oh. Snowman. <sighs> Joel Kitchens. Retired farmer, Thomas McDonald, 81 years old. So <laughs> all we really did have a farm. <laughs> and followed immediately by, uh, we said, Ronald McDonald, on a Patreon episode, and someone had an uncle named Ronald McDonald
1: in our town. <laughs> yeah, my, my friend, a friend of mine, a
0: real life yeah. friend. Oh yeah, um, it was Ashley. She said Sadie ignored the miss call. That's what I was calling you about. That's right. <laughs> i no
1: I love that she's urgent. I've got to talk to you mayday, about Ronald mayday, McDonald. Mayday, mayday. Which I appreciate, and yes, you do. And I'm sorry, I missed your call. <sighs> um, Jejuice Agri. Agary. Yes.
0: I, I don't even know. I have no words. Vincent Vincent, the fourth Christmas Humphreys. Oh man. Oh my God. Lam Lamfoon. Okay. I don't even know. Say it. Say I, I don't know. I want to believe that's how you say that name. It's so good though. Lamphun, and someone help me. Help me. Is it French? Is it, this is someone from the UK? I don't know. That's, it looks very beautiful. This name looks like it should be written in calligraphy. (laughs) And then Mrs. Furnace. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My grandma is from the Smoky Mountains and grandma's family, a sister and her two brothers, birth Guy, and Buck.
1: Yes. No. Yep.
0: Yep. Someone says, My grandma's name was Willa May. Her dad was Willie. <laughs> but with her first name and middle initial spells William. Oh. Uh-huh. Honey Winters. <laughs> Emma Bell. Oh, I think Ryan sent this. The survivors of someone who passed. This was from an obituary. River, Sage, Colin, Addison, Cambry, Tucker, Trace, Kaysen, and Maunie. Oh Mauni. Yes. Wow. Astrid clock with a K. Yes. There's a adult entertainment store in Dallas called condom sense. <laughs> I hate to That's say that one. one took me a minute to figure out what that was referring to. <laughs> so I don't have condom sense personally, no condom sense. Uh, okay. Luke funky. I keep forgetting to shout out Leslie, Dr. Leslie, who sends uh, daily name time updates through Instagram she's getting stalked by name time at this point it's like (laughs) I'm seriously concerned for her mental health because she gets so her algorithm is all weird names it's weird right Leslie it's weird we've talked about it I'm like I'm sorry buddy You're a doctor in the military. You have bigger fish to fry. No, (laughs) says the world. No, says the universe. This is what you you were put on this earth to do. Send Courtney and Sadie names. Yes. You're an amazing (laughs) doctor. I know this already. Don Buns.
1: Griselda
0: Spice. (laughs) Wapple Porkers. (laughs) Sorry. So good. Say it again. We field hockey player. Wapple Porkers. (laughs) <laughs> wapple porkers wapple porkers oh joel
1: kitchens again i got two joel kitchens last week. i am making an assumption because all hockey players are canadian canadian yeah Wapple porkers is the most canadian thing i've ever heard yes. even if that person is not canadian yeah well it's field hockey so maybe the oh, british okay. it also is british uh, it's yes. simultaneously
0: british and canadian which i mean same difference right right <laughs> oh, all the Brits and Canadians are like, hey, no. Just kidding. I think that's a compliment, just Absolutely. so you know, all of you. Hallelujah uh, or Luja, but we're supposed to sound uh, uh, L-U-J-A. Peniston Street. I'm it's Peniston, <laughs> but we're calling it Penis 10 Street. A uh, dentist Dr. Pole. Uh-uh. A uh, Welsh name for microwave is Popty Ping. <laughs> oh, it's like an My onomatopoeia. God, uh, it's an onomatopoeia. Uh, Popty Ping. Popty Ping. <laughs> Ursel Kerner, Herbie Monker, Mm-mm. Todd, Joseph Reason, calculus professor. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I watched a TikTok and this woman's like, I met this ba- this woman and she had the cutest baby. And I was like, that's such a cute baby. And this I is was in just going talk about this. This is in the South. Yes, And she said, oh, my God, thank you. She said, what's her name? She said, Cuntley. Cuntley. (laughs) And she showed her a monogrammed bag with Cuntley on the side of it. That is not the most Southern. Just, they just do it like that down there, you guys. I love the South. I should be from the South, and I should name my baby Cuntley. If I lived in the South, I would have a child, and I would name him or her or both Cuntley. <laughs> it's like people just think it's weird but we just love it. We just think it's so cute. It is. I approve of your baby Huntley. I approve. I could not approve more. C U N T L E Y. <sighs> um okay, almost there. Someone says I, I live in Paw Paw, Michigan. A second Paw Paw, <gasps> Michigan. Oh my god. The town's so nice they named it twice. I agree. Paw Paw is just it's damn charming. I wanted to buy a house there. There was one for like $60,000 and really thought about it and didn't do it. And I regret it. Okay. (laughs) Driver's ed teacher, Mr. Carr. Uh, Orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Fear. (laughs) Uh, That's it. Wow. That's good. It's been a while. It's nice to be back. It It is nice to be back. Yes. Thank you for, uh, you know, sometimes things just got to go because these suckers run long and sorry it was name time. And speaking of things that have had to go the last couple times, let's do two shouty-outies because y'all have been very patient.
1: So patient.
0: And somebody said they wanted a tarot poll, and I didn't have my tarot cards with me in New Orleans, so I didn't do it. And now I don't remember who it was. So please tell us. S- send us another note and I'll make a list. And if anybody else wants a tarot poll instead of a shouty, I mean, as a shouty outy, not instead of as a shouty outy, please let us know. Cause I will have the tarot deck out next week and would be very happy to pull some tarot. <laughs> if you want to be a member of our Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you can get a whole ass 200 other something episodes. Are we at 200 yet over there?
1: Like 180, almost
0: um, 190. Okay. Like close enough. Rounding up, you get 200. Yes. That is definitely close enough. So $5, you guys, one, three four five dollars a month we go if you spend us more if you give us more get other things yes you get other things you also just support us doing this because we don't make a tremendous amount of money no. doing this if, despite the fact that you think that we do because we're so good at it
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> oh well thank you so much to Kay 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 Where she stays
0: is the place that gorgeous comes from. KKK, she's on the way to the great things that she's meant for. KKK, what's that you say? You don't think that you're gonna get there? Don't you stray, lovely K? It's already yours, all the things you want, all the greatness in you. Sometimes it takes a moment to get through all the shit that people heap on top of you, but it is there. Don't you give a care to all the bullshit that distracts you from your beauty, grace, and brilliance, bravery, and ability. To fuck it up because you'll see very soon, Kay. Very soon. Shh. <laughs> it's like to condescend I a little know, bit right Kay. there at the end. Shh, just lay down, Kay. <laughs> it's good. You're
1: cool. <laughs> Thank you, Kay. And last but certainly not least. Thank you so much to Tammy C. Oh god, come on with a name like Tammy, that's a good you know, best name. Tammy with an eye, which is extra cute. Tammy with <laughs> an eye. Tammy with an eye.
0: What do you spy over there, girl? Tammy says with a shake of her head, you don't think I don't think you can handle it. And I say try me, Tammy. And she says, well, you asked for it. What I see in front of me are things that are so awesome. They will make you go insane because (laughs) you are but a mere mortal. Unlike me, Tammy with an I, I stands for incognito, indescribably independent, incandescent, effervescent and super fly. Tammy with an eye. People cannot conceive. They cannot believe how brilliant and brave and badass someone could be. They think, oh, it's all about me, all about I. And you say, listen, guys, you don't even know what it means to be me I comma Tam <laughs> Thank you ma'am get to step in they say you know you're right Tam I Tammy <laughs> try to think so I I Tammy I is hard it's hard clearly <laughs> Tammy, igloo, safe and sound and (laughs) cold and comfy, warm and resourceful, curled up and waiting for the summer because in the winter, in the darkness, that is where you find your strength and find your inspiration, dig down deep and when you emerge. Tell those motherfuckers what you're made of. <laughs> thank you, Tammy. Take a Tammy. Little, little detour there for a minute, Tam, but I think you get the idea.
1: <laughs> and we love you. We love you so much. So much. And thank I grew you. up, my best friend growing up was Tammy and I was actually thinking about her the other day. So I think this is my message to reach out to Tammy and always. see how she is.
0: Always.
1: Yes. And
0: uh, it's just such an amazing name. It really is. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And if you want to spend more time with us, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at They Will Kill. You can message us at theywillkillpodcast at gmail.com. You can message us anywhere. We check all of our our DMs. So (laughs) if you have something you like part of They Will Pill advice, you would like, go ahead and send it on over to any of those. Or if you just want to talk, send us names. Send them anywhere. We will find them.
1: And. Yes, we will.
0: You can go to our website, theywillkill.com.
1: You can rate, review, and subscribe to us, please. Yes, please. Especially nice ones. That is super helpful. So helpful. And thank you, A.J. Burgans, for your music. Thank you so much.
0: And remember. Okay. You know, the children say, I don't know who needs to hear this, but I saw it tweet this is a crush is simply a lack of information and i was like man that is the damn truth Mm -hmm. it -hmm. is the damn truth not always sometimes you meet your soulmate and you've been with them for 12 years next month or in your case what 15 i don't know how long it was so many yeah (laughs) i shouldn't say it that way i love (laughs) so many my old ball and chain (laughs) oh god (laughs) (laughs) No, sometimes you you get the information and it makes you love them more but mm, if you are struggling with a crush just remind yourself a crush is only a lack of information Mm -hmm. and it's fucking true 90% of the time it's true so fuck them (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but not fuck (laughs) you guys we love you guys we love you endlessly so much and we're so happy you're here and we can't wait to see you next time.
1: Yeah, we cannot wait. And we will see you soon. And goodbye. Goodbye.